All right. What's up, Dalton? How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good? Awesome. Lacking a little sleep, but we'll be all right. <laughs> like always. Um, like always. Yeah, so the topic of today's podcast or discussion, whatever, I don't know, just having fun with these, but um, was sparked by a lecture that I had listened to by Alan Watts literally yesterday. So I, I brought it up to Dalton and he was like, I actually have done some lessons in church on it and studied a little bit, but the topic is on values and um, it say if, if you uh, if you were asked what are your top 10 values or your te- 10 values, could you give a list? Um, and I sat there and I was thinking about it and I was like really really sure at first so this will be kind of an interesting discussion and maybe uh hopefully question to ask yourself you know what uh what are my values what what at my core drives most of my decisions um, other than sometimes being from a place of fear or whatever but uh yeah so i'm gonna hand it over to you man if you want to start off with whatever whatever you got you got some notes and stuff so yeah man i think first is you define the define the word value and the word value goes along with the word worth you know um what exactly um is the is the worth of of it um what what all makes up value and uh the webster says worth that that property or those properties of a thing which render it useful or estimable or the degree of that property or of such properties. The real value of a thing uh, is its utility, its power or capacity of procuring or producing a good um, is the Webster's uh, definition for the word value. And so in a sense, you can look at each and every one of us and you can say we have value, but we also have the potential to become more valuable. Uh, value is definitely a spectrum and worth is definitely a spectrum. You can increase your value and you can increase your worth and you can also decrease it in a lot of different areas. Um, but we need to always know that regardless how much we've screwed up or how much we've, you know, uh, maybe done things that weren't the right way or, or we've messed up our character or our reputation um, that we always have value. Um, so never think for even a moment that you're not valuable. Um, so I figured we kind of kick it off with that. What What's your definition of value? Do you have something that you kind of have gone off of? Um, I mean, for me, it's just the the, I mean, kind of the contextual word value. I mean, we place value and stuff. Um, but no, I don't. I don't really have a definition I go by. So, yeah. Well, value can mean you know, depending. Value can change based on who you're talking to. You know, um, you know, if you're talking about, you know, certain types of art art can be more valuable to some people than others. Right. Um, depends on how you look at it and how much um, you admire it or love it. 
um, definitely can change uh, the value. Um, and that definitely changes with us too on a personal level is the world that we live in and what the world needs. If you are offering something that the world doesn't need, your value is going to be very low. If you're offering something that the world does need, um, then it's going to be high. And, uh, right. and so there's all kinds of different aspects that throw in, you know, you can use the word want too. If you're something the world wants, then your value is going to be high. If you're not something the world wants, it's going to be low. Um, and, and so, uh, you, you build your value, um, throughout your life. You build your worth throughout your life. Um, how, right. this is probably a good question to ask. And then whoever's watching this, you guys can, well, Isaac answers it. it you guys can think about what your answer is, is how do you value yourself? Well, I do want to, I do want to mention that like, as far as values go, what you were talking about, you know, values in the world, um, not, not personal values, more like just actual worth in general or, um, yeah. So my experience has been more so focused in the business side of things where when you're selling things, you, you want to have a good grasp on, on their value. Um, and, and the better you get at what you're selling, the more value you can offer, the more, you know, benefits and that, that way you can increase your price, your price, stuff like that. So doing a service business for the last couple of years, I got to experience a lot of like that sort of, that level of, um, a value exchange, I guess, in the marketplace, you know. As you get better at things, you can you can definitely you become more valuable, and that's I guess that's more of a real real life ex experience with it, and is been in business for me. Um, how I define my worth, man, I uh, I'm working on that, dude. <laughs> how I see myself uh, and a value side of things, um, you know, growing up, you're always taught to be humble, um. And don't think too much of yourself and I think that's definitely at least a bit different in a lot of different households growing up in a religious household though I don't know if we really sat down to think about the word humble and very much you know because yeah like the meaning behind it so you grow up thinking that oh you need to be humble and in reality I think it actually just degrades your sense of self-worth if you're not looking at that word the right way. So I'm still working on that, man. That's a personal journey for me. So that's why I think it really, whenever I listened to this lecture, I was like, okay, I need to explore this a little bit more because um, one of one of the things that he mentioned in the speech was, it's like if you got a job offer, and if you got a job offer to move to a different state, you know, move your family, your kids and all that, your your decision is gonna be based on, on your personal values. Um so defining what what you find valuable will determine how you make your decision to to move to a different state, to take, you know, is it money, adventure, such.
kind of a roundabout answer. I kind of rambled for sure. But yeah, um, no, I gotcha. It's just what was going through my head when you were talking. Yeah, I like that because, you know, you, what you value will determine why, why you take that step to move, you know, move out of a country, move out of a state to go to another state to, to take a job, you know, um, I think that dives into an even deeper question of what, what, um, what some of things, um, makes up your value. Um, you know, what are you basing it off of? Um, are, are you basing it off of, um, a better form of life? Um, you know, my values are, uh, you know, to give the best, um, um, possible life to me and my kids and my family. Um, so I'm going to take this job in this state that will be able to provide for them better. Um, and you know, it's like, you kind of have to ask yourself also, why, why is that a value of mine? Um, why do I have these values? Um, where do they come from? And, um, maybe sometimes, uh, we need to get rid of some of the things that we value so that we can move forward. Maybe some of our values are holding us back. Um, what we put so much, um, I'm kind of curious on you, you ask me how I, how I look at valuing myself. I want to ask you the same question. So I, I was thinking of the word humble and I, I had the same experience growing up. We both kind of grew up in the same atmosphere um, where humble a lot of times meant you were supposed to devalue yourself. Um, humble doesn't necessarily, and you were just saying, you know, you have to use it in the right context. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to, to devalue yourself, but it does mean to lower yourself while at the same time lifting someone else up. Um, and most of the time that other person that we lift up is, is, is God. And so we put him first. Um, there's a, there's an old hymn that you've probably heard. His eye is on the sparrow. Um, and you know, he, when you think about a sparrow, it's like, you don't you know, probably don't pay too much attention to the sparrow, but, uh, the Bible says that, you know, God is attentive on the sparrow. He knows what the sparrow is doing. And so then he also says that he knows what we're doing and that he loves us. He doesn't even really say much about the sparrow, that he loves the sparrow or this or that, but to, to us, he says that he loves us. And so when you put that emphasis on it, 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 uh, he gives you value. And so for me in my life, a big thing that gives me value is God. And, um, I think one of the ways that uh, Jordan Peterson put it was, "What is God in your life?" Um, not necessarily; it doesn't have your your God doesn't necessarily have to be the God of the Bible. You know, you can have a different God, and that God is going to determine what you value, and so what you put at the highest peak in your life. And so, if the highest, and a, a lot of times, I think normally in people's lives they put joy or fulfillment, life fulfillment at the top. And that's kind of their, 
that's kind of their base, what they go off of, you know, what's going to be the most fulfilling, what's going to be the most, brings the most happiness, what brings the most of this. Um, and that's what they're going to base their decisions off of uh, because that's what they value. Right. So, um, but that's right. That's where I get a lot of my value. Um, and then just in, in general life and in the business area, um, I always try to learn a new skill. Um, you know, um, I think, I think being a jack of all trades is a lot better than being a professional at only one thing. Um, no doubt you perfecting an art is, is beautiful. And some of the greatest things that we've had come out of perfecting an art, but also you have to have jacks of all trades too, because um, I mean, literally we were founded on jacks of all trades. We had to know how to do a lot of different things to be able to, you know, come as far as we have. And Where so, um, yeah, but, uh, so I, I put that on my, on my self-worth and value is, you know, what am I capable of? Um, and based off what I am capable of also determines my value. Um, and then you know, going through life, you have to put your foot down when someone offers you something less of, of than what you know you're worth. And so, but right. does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Crystal clear for me. Um, I, I definitely can relate to that, that reason, the more skill based value side of things. Um, I'm always trying to learn, always trying to develop my my mind um just build myself and and reframe a lot of those limiting beliefs that i've developed over the years um but i think it would be it would be a cool cool podcast by the way to do something on the word humility um because in in my experience growing up or at least recently it's been that humility is more of more of understanding that that knowing your value but understanding that you can always be better and there's always someone that knows something that you don't so be open to learning from them um has been my experience recently with the word humility and obviously i'm sure there's a different definition for it but that that really flipped the script for me was knowing that it's not degrading knowing your value but knowing you could do more so be humble in your your demeanor when you're learning from someone rather I know everything yeah. so is that kind of how you, you you look at it as well yep and that's that's what it is it's humbleness is is uh, going through life realizing that you you may not be right you know, and that's, that's the best kind of way to look at it. And the most simplest way without getting too complicated is, you know, it might not be right. Um, and being willing to accept, accept it when, when you're not right is the second part of humility. So I like that. Yeah. You summed that up very well. It's me over here just rambling. Oh, you're all good, man. Hey, you were doing that 
I know a few episodes ago, it took me like five minutes to say something. And then you said a quote and it was like, oh, that said it all. (laughs) It's like, well, that was really cool. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, we can look at value in a lot of different, in a lot of different ways. Um, You know, one thing is like what, what determines value? um, I think is where a lot of people get caught up on, on this word is, you know, like I saw an illustration with a dollar bill. Um, The guy takes a dollar bill and he wads it up and he's like, is it still worth a dollar? It's like, yeah. It's like, okay, now we're going to throw it in the toilet and pick it up out of the toilet, dry it off. Is it still worth a dollar? Yeah, it's still worth a dollar. Um, Now, if you told people that it was tossed in the toilet, maybe they wouldn't want it. But, um, you know, it's still worth a dollar. It's worth is still a dollar. You can take it to the bank and you can get a clean dollar for that dollar <laughs> if you wanted to. Um, they have to accept it. It's always it always has a worth. So regardless what you do to the dollar bill, it always has value and it always has worth. Um, so um, just remember that um, you know going through life, you know, regardless what you have. There's an old saying: another man's junk is another man's treasures. Um, you know, what you may not value anymore, somebody else may be at a different level or different stage and, you know, grab onto it and go, nope, but I can use this. Um, so, but, um, anyways, what were, what were some of your notes on that? Uh, was there anything else from the, from that talk that you, that you took that you were like, oh, this, this stood out to or quotes? No, I mean, it was, it was honestly, man, it was a six minute, like a six minute segment of one of his lectures. But um, I think one of the things that stood out to me was, is, is uh, him discussing what personal values are and, um, you know, at your core, what do you what do you value as a person and you know because that does change like you had mentioned earlier in the podcast it was uh, what you value is what you focus on so something that i've been thinking about over the last day honestly but i woke up this morning i was thinking like as a person I'd say integrity could be a value or it's probably something that I do value. You know, it would be one of the 10 that you had mentioned. I'm still building out the list in my head, but like integrity definitely came to the, came to the top. Possibly humility, um, adventure, security. So, kind of curious to know your thoughts on core values as opposed to and we don't have to solve solve anything in this discussion but it's just something to think about um i'm going to continue thinking about after we're done with this and maybe we can revisit it in a year or so but uh at this moment that's where my head's at just curious to know where your head's at with a Gotcha. Integrity. So that's your character. 
um, you know, if you're, if you lose integrity in your character, then your value decreases a whole bunch. Um, so that makes total sense that you would make sure that you value integrity very highly. Um, and that's probably something that, you know, like you and me in the area that we grew up in, we, uh, that was preached on so much, you know, it was, it was, you know, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, a whole bunch of don'ts, don't do this, don't do this. Um, don't drink, don't smoke, don't, don't do drugs. Don't, don't go have a bunch of relationships with a bunch of different women. Don't, uh, don't make yourself, don't decrease your integrity before you even start life. Um, and like a lot of people would look at us and say, we're just starting, you know, cause I'm, I'm only 25 years old. Um, you're, you're 23, 23. Yeah. I nailed it. Sweet. Um, so Anyways, um, so pat myself on the back real quick. Yeah. All right. Um, but, uh, you know, we're just starting, but a lot of, a lot of people have already screwed up so much, uh, before they even get to their twenties. Um, and a lot of that is, is because there's, there, we, we've forgotten to teach integrity. We've forgotten to teach, um, you know, the way that our church puts it as purity. They put it as purity as um, when you're less affected by a lot of the harmful things in the world, you have a higher value. And that's true. Um, you do. Um, and if you lose that, it takes a while to get it back. Um, and so a lot of people start their lives off rough and, you know, sometimes it's just circumstantial, you know, you don't, um, you know, we both grew up in Christian homes, so we had a lot better of a guide. Some people didn't grow up with that, so they didn't have as good as a guide. Um, and so, um, life's, life's going to be tough, but it's kind of a challenge. Um, if, if you're in that space, you know, and you're in your twenties and maybe you've, you, you've messed some things up, you know, it's don't think that you're not valuable. Make sure that you still start to build your value back up and then make sure that you're, as you're going through life, acknowledge the mistakes that you made and try to make sure that your kids don't make that mistake. That way you break the chain of, of generations devaluing themselves. Um, you, you need value and you know, our, our, our name is unrealized purpose. You need value, um, to, to be able to have purpose, to be able to complete your purpose. Um, and so, but uh, value drives your decision making, um, which I think is what you were talking about just a minute ago. Is like, you know, um, your your integrity, your strength, your wholeness of a being. Um, it's going to it's going to drive um, your decisions on what you eat, what you put in your body, um, what you do with other people, the places you go, um, like you know, you're probably not going to pull up and just park in front of a strip club, even if you were just parking there. Like, because why? Your integrity. It's like your character. How do I want, like, want my character to look? And so, um, but then also backing it, um, not just with looks, um, but also backing it with, you know, truth. And so not having a fake facade. Um, so there's just certain things that we're not going to do because you value integrity and so 
I'm rambling a little bit. Um, I, I might have huffed off on some rabbit trails, um, but uh, yeah, um, I did. I did have a thought though. Back when you were talking about growing up, and this is something he mentioned in the lecture as well. The he said that like the best way to teach or to or to um, have value is to. Um, is to to live live with value. So, like, y- you don't have to grow up in a like a, a traditional home. The husband, wife, still there. They gr- raising kids, and they're they're not intentionally sitting down teaching values every day or, or whatever. He said the best way to, and I believe this too, is to is to just live it. And then that alone teaches others as well, gives people something to look up to. So I, I wonder if this could be flipped to where if you don't have someone that you could look up to in your life, like like immediately, you know, or it's like family or friends or whatever or something, find someone to look up to and then try to figure out their values and see if it, if it fits with you. And, and, and you can find role mo- I wonder if you could find role models that way. So, I mean, we, we talk about Jordan Peterson a lot, and I feel like I've probably taken on a lot of his beliefs or, or realized a lot of his his um, facts, you know, that he, he teaches, and I've accepted them into who I am. So, I think that doing this, if you don't have someone Im- immediate in your life, you can do the same. You know, find someone that you can look up to. And I'm not saying necessarily saying, oh, you, you need to go to church and, and look up to the pastor, but like there there are there are people out there that you can and I, I think you can tell when someone's fake. Even on social media, you know, so if you were to try to, to figure out values and to learn more about people, even on social media, I think you can tell people that are fake and people that are, that actually live, live by a set of rules. And I think I, I kind of rambled, but like, I'm trying to, trying to just wrap my head around this and, and maybe maybe have a takeaway or something so i don't know did any of that make sense or did i just just freaking confuse myself no it makes sense it just comes and just comes back to that value drives your decision making and so i i think maybe a really easy way to put this is think of value and and worth kind of as as god in your life okay that's what's going to direct your decisions is what you value and so when you realize okay this is this is what's valuable to me this is what's worthy to me you're going to get the results of what those bring of what those values and what those worths have to offer um and you can always pick 
greater values. You can pick greater worths. Um, what makes um, what makes an item valuable? You know, well, we can look here on Earth and we can go, okay, roll paper towels. You know, what? Well, we know it serves a purpose. Okay, it can't do everything, but it serves a purpose in a particular area. Um, and a lot of things are that way. Um, some of our values might just serve a purpose in a particular area. So, but somebody gave it, somebody gave it value, you know. They didn't make a roll of paper towels and it's foil, you know. I'm not going to sell, I'm not going to sell foil towels. There's no point to that. You can't wipe anything up with foil, you know. It's like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, so someone has to create it, um, give it worth, and then put it out there to, for whoever, um, or whatever need it may, um, be useful in. Um, and so when we look at ourselves and, and our character, um, the one place that I point to, to grab your values from and to grab your worths from is the Bible. The Bible has a ton of areas and you may not even be a Christian. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be a Christian. And it's like, if you don't want to be a Christian, don't be a Christian. You know, if you don't believe in the God of the Bible, that's, you know, I don't think it's fine, but it may be fine for you, you know, but I, I do, if, you know, if you don't believe in the Bible, I still want you to live a good life. You know, I want you to be, you know, joyful. I don't want you to go through life miserable. I don't want anybody to be miserable, but if you base your values and your worth out of, out of, out of the Bible, which is, you know, a lot of people have done for a very long time and, and a lot of very wealthy people have biblical values, whether they'll agree to it or not. Um, they have a lot of biblical values and you, if you know the Bible and you've read the Bible, then you know that that value is, is there and, and they're super successful because of it. And so, um, that's where I would go to get my values and, and, uh, what, what I'm going to make myself worth. Um, but, uh, you can reach, I would say you can reach anywhere to grab a value. Um, it can be as low as, you know, I don't know. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm working this out in my head as we're talking here. Um, what you perceive to be valuable, you can grab onto that and go, okay, this is what's going to make my decision. Um, let's say you value, um, you know, healthy eating, you know, I'm going to eat healthy. So how's that going to direct your, your decision-making? Well, you're not going to go anywhere where you can't eat healthy. You know, you're not going to go to McDonald's. You're not going to go to any fast food restaurants that don't offer healthy food. And so, um, but if you don't value that, then you'll be going to all of them. Um, so it just depends on what you, what you really put your, your, your value on. And I would say, unfortunately for a lot of people today, they put their value on temporary happiness or temporary joy, and they don't realize that they just want to feel good. And so whatever can make them feel good, they'll go reach after it and they'll, and they'll figure out how to get the money to do it, which is crazy. Um, yeah. 
he had a he mentioned that where it's like if you if you spend all your time in front of a TV, you or in front of a TV or trying to chase instant happiness and pleasure, and, and this is something Jordan Peterson talks about as well. It's like you, you can't make this part of your you can't make it your value. Happiness can't be a value, I guess, because. Because like when you when you chase when you when you say when you're just watching TV, it's a distraction, essentially from reality. It's a distract. You you don't know what you value, so you try to find ways to distract yourself. And the best alternative for distraction is something that brings you happiness. Oh well, that's fun. I'm gonna do that. You know, for four hours, seven hours. Um, so I think that really hit me hard because I was like, when they, when they talk, when he, he mentioned that, he's like, that, that is why people spend so much time doing just really like dopamine hitting, um, things. It's because they don't really have purpose. They don't know what, what they value in life. So. And I, I like where you where you took that with the Bible, Dalton, because it's like you don't have to be a Christian, but there are so there are so many different parts of the Bible that teach you, like teach you different um, different values to have. You know, I mean, what the Book of Proverbs literally speaks to young people, and definitely inserts a lot of value that you should have as a person into it. You know, um, and when you're when you're reading, I like to read on a Kindle. You can look up the definition of words instantly on there. So be careful to define things when you're looking through an old book. That you want to make sure you're not just taking it at face value, like the word humility that we talked about earlier. You know, um, yeah, I think that that kind of brings it all together for me. something to think about a lot though yeah that uh i i mostly use the 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 webster's noel webster's when i read through the bible you can pretty much use it for just about i'd say 80 percent of the words um but there's probably 20 percent of words in the bible that you have to use a different dictionary. You have to go back to the etymology of the word to really understand it. Because um, it's an old book, you know. It's it's so old that... <laughs> it's so old that, like, literally we argue about <laughs> what actually the Bible is and what it isn't, um, you know. Yep. So you got to be... You got to do your research. Um, but, yeah, you don't have to be... You don't have to be a Christian to be... Um, I guess successful in the world's eye um, or to uh, to be happy uh, or to be joyful um, you know I always prefer people to be Christians it's great or more you know um, but uh, but yeah you can find a lot of good values and there are values even today that 
you know, we see, um, I know we've referred to them before, but those, the podcast with, you know, like all the only fan girls, it's like, okay. Um, and now they're, you know, not wanting to be only fans more and they're wanting to have a, um, a life, um, and it's becoming too late or it's going to become too late for some of them because they've been spending 30 years of, or I don't know, 30 years, but they've been spending 10, 12 years of pleasure and gratification at the expense of their character. And I guess that would be a good thing to kind of think about. If you take a year and you don't really value much or you realize you haven't valued much, probably going to take you a year to get back your character and your value. Um, I think it, it can go right back down to just about everything. You know, the, the more you eat unhealthy, the same amount of time or more time it's going to be to get back in the ability to eating healthy and to being in shape. And the more and more you ignore knowledge or ignore wisdom, the it's going to be the same amount of time that it takes to then gain it. And so yeah. it's, you know, you might as well get started now and just build. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Kind of. But I think a good, oh yeah. To say Go a good ahead. example of that is my, my fitness journey, man. I, I yeah. gained 60 pounds in a couple of years of just, being unhealthy and, and living unhealthy and then it took man it's taken eight eight nine months now to lose all of that and get to where I wanted to, I want to be you know so but that was through I obsess man that if I, if I find something a goal I I'm gonna get there um and so yeah it's you you're 100% right like you spend so much time lost and lost and not even heading in a direction. Just just lost, you know? Like, not a good direction even. And it, it takes forever to find your way back. And then it takes forever to build your life back the way you want it to be. Or, the yeah, the way you want it to be, you know? Like, it took me forever just to get into a habit or a schedule of going to the gym and eating healthy and saying no to food that felt great you know and and it took forever to change that mental mindset of oh i'm stressed out i'm gonna go eat you know i'm gonna go back grab a bag of chips because things are getting a little tough so it took forever to reframe that for me i can't imagine people like like your example of only fans holy crap like that would take forever i imagine but um For, I definitely have experienced that in very immediately in my life. I, yeah, like like we had mentioned, I'm only 23, so I, I don't have a lot of good examples of that. But I, I feel like, or at least I hope, I'm on the right the right path. But anyways, man, did you have anything else before we wrap this up? Yeah, I wanted to. I just did a quick did did a quick Google search while I was listening to you there, um, but uh, 
yeah, the coming back from anything, and I've had mine too, of, you know, and when you're in the when you're in the Christian side of it, a lot of times you're looked at a lot more harshly than actually the world would look at you. The world's a lot nicer to you when you when you fail. I would say a lot of times, and yeah, than in, in a in a uh, in a church setting or in a Christian setting. Um, so, like, you know, I've had I've had my downfall too of like I screwed up and did something I wasn't supposed to be doing, and and started to get addicted and I got to stop, you know? And so, and then you have to rebuild your, your character. Um, and so, um, but I wanted to share just, you know, a few things, simple biblical values that even if you're not a Christian, you're going to hear these and you're going to go, yeah, those are things I want to value. Like those are what makes a good person. And almost all of these character traits that I'm going to give you are found in your hyper successful people. One is respect. Hyper successful people respect other people. Two is responsibility. They have responsibilities and they execute them and they make sure that they're good at that. Three is self-control. The amount of self-control that like your, your rich billionaire people have is, is insane. Um, and the, those are, these are all biblical values, honesty. Now, honesty, you get both because you can use, you can be dishonest and, and succeed at being rich and succeed at being a lot of things, but most of the time it finds you out. So it's better to just be honest. Yep. Yep. And then compassion. And I know that's hard to think is like, man, I don't see a lot of rich people that are compassionate. Well, a lot of times compassion goes along with honesty, respect, and responsibility. And, you know, if, you know, you you need to have that to be successful. And a lot of your, you know, your rich people do have compassion um, and respect um, in some manner or some form. Thankfulness, uh, perseverance. Um, Perseverance is one that you hear all the time talked about. And if you want to be successful, you got to have perseverance, um, humility, loyalty. Loyalty is one that all of us look at. We're like, yeah, well, you got to have loyalty. Um, and the last one is faith in God. Now, for us Christians, it's different, but you know, it, everybody has a God, um, and everybody has values, like we were talking about earlier. And it all just depends on what you make, what you make your God in your life, um, can determine a whole lot. And so if you make your God just seeking after happiness and, or temporary happiness and pleasures, you know, you're probably not going to have a very wonderful life, um, you know, but simple things, biblical values right there, respect, responsibility, self-control, honesty, compassion, thankfulness, perseverance, humility, and loyalty. Um, all those are biblical values and there's a whole load more. And so if, you know, this is my clever way of trying to get somebody that doesn't read the Bible and is not a Christian to open the book and actually read it because there's really is a lot of information in there. Even if I weren't a Christian and I didn't believe in God, 
I would be super successful if I just took some of the some of the uh, um, uh, values out of that book and applied them to life. Um, and so, but that's what I got. That was that was kind of my last uh, last thought. I like those. Yeah, that's a good way to end, man. I, I like you said, most people can agree with all of those, and I definitely agree with all of those. So, um, yeah. I think this has been really good, man. I learned a lot, and I have a lot to think about. And I'm definitely going to re-listen to this one, like, personally, because I think there's a lot of things that I had said and things that you had said that I just didn't I, I didn't grasp. Or maybe I could think about um, in a different perspective. So I'm going to listen to this one again. But, yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for doing the doing the research on this question that I had yesterday so <laughs> I didn't really do a lot of research but <laughs> right well I mean you had the notes from doing your lesson yes over the time yeah yeah but alright well that's everything man can wrap it up alright see y'all in the next video yep. <laughs>